0: Welcome to the Spirit School of Ministry podcast, where we discuss discipleship in your everyday life. Hey, everyone! Pastor David here with Pastor Liz.
1: Hello. And
0: Pastor Bob. Yo. Now, today we're talking about a great subject: humility.
1: Uh,
0: Ah, it's a good one. It's a good one. And we thought it was good to follow up our pride podcast with humility, Mm -hmm. and not just leave people out in the dark. Yeah. (laughs) Here's the path you might want to consider instead. Mm -hmm. I think we should
2: just get rid of the pride podcast if, because I think putting it out there is this,
0: it's kind of prideful. Oh my God. We should have called it a hundred ways to spot a Christian narcissist. (laughs) And then that would have been really popular, but we won't do that.
1: (laughs) Okay. All right.
0: Well, when we talk about humility, what are we talking about? Is there a difference between the world's idea of humility and godly humility?
1: What do you think? I think the world honestly despises humility. (laughs) (laughs) I do. I think they have no room for it. I don't think that it's a value of the world to be humble. I think they view humility as weakness and passivity and all Mm. these other like, you know, mealy mouth Type things it's like, oh, you don't really know where you stand and you don't know who you are and you have no confidence and like you're just humble, but like not in a good way. I don't know. I think it's a derogatory term in a the beta world. beta
0: male. <laughs> right. What's yeah. your question again? I'm too humble. Is to there hear. a difference? Oh my gosh. Is there a difference between godly humility and the world's idea of humility? Yeah, I believe the same thing that the world has no idea what humility really
2: is Mm-mm. because it is really a heart issue that I believe can only come from the heart of the Lord and any humility we have is actually because we have embraced God and his principles and his life and his love and we're yielding to it and it's coming out of our life. And we don't even get a whole lot of credit for that or maybe none other than we're partnering with him. Mm -hmm. The world has no concept of that. Mm -mm. Like where where would they get the concept?
1: Right. Right.
2: Right. It doesn't, it's not there. And and I don't blame the world because they're the it's not the their world. nature. No, it's not their nature. The world's the world. Right. You know, and they can be very nice people mm-hmm. but no humility. Mm-hmm. Uh you can I think there's false versions of the humility. What's false humility? Uh um, <laughs> I think it's um what would you call it? Self um The basement, flagellation, flagellation. flagellation—those are good words. Mm -hmm. I don't. I'm going to write those down. (laughs) I'll be back. (laughs) I'm. I I would have never thought of those words. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Oh, we're doing humility today, right? (laughs) Um, Yeah. I. I think. um, Yeah. There's. It's just putting on your false humility is actually bringing uh, forward the other half of that coin of pride and just saying. See this is how humble I am. <laughs> right? Like turning I'm humility so, into pro. Right, right. <laughs> I'm <am> so <laughs> humble. You you probably have a hard time you know sitting in my presence cuz I'm so humble. You know, that's uh, or I'm so bad and I'm going to let everybody know how bad I really am so that you'll feel sorry for me mm-hmm. and lift me up. Yeah. <laughs> right. Well, it's right. the motive right yeah. behind humility a, a true humility versus the motive behind the pride thing uh,
1: yeah mm-hmm. it's
0: like a false apology where someone's like hey you did this to me and you're like you're right i'm i'm a piece of junk I'm like no that's not what he said but now I, now you get the sympathy and right. you get now everything else about you. the spotlight's let's on you now you. <laughs> yeah <laughs> so they go hand in hand what, what do you think about false humility <laughs> pastor
1: lives <laughs> I have no patience. Do you like false it? <laughs> I would actually rather deal with someone who's just arrogant <laughs> than someone who's stuck in false humility. Actually, that's my feelings about it. I just can't I just can't stand it. David, just... <laughs> that's
2: why she's friends with us. Oh,
1: yeah. <laughs> Listen, at least someone who's arrogant, you know where they're coming from, you know what they think. The false humility thing to me is just like mm-hmm. a, this... Um, deceiving. I, I don't know. I just, you mean a false religion?
2: Oh, I just, oh, I yeah. hate
1: it so much. And it's just like this slippery thing that you can never quite grasp a hold of. And it's cloaked in religion, you know? And I just yeah. like, sorry. No, I, yeah. I can tell my, don't apologize. you hit a sore spot for me. Cause it's yeah. just like, it's so destructive and so deceptive. And so, because it does, it cloaks itself in this nobility, but it's not, mm-hmm. you know? And, um, you just—it's hard to—it's hard to work with mm-hmm.
0: that. Yeah. Well, what are we really talking about then? If we're talking about humility, what's God's way? What's God's humility? God's humility. Yeah. What What is <laughs> like if someone were to walk the right way in humility? What would that look like? <laughs> He'd be
2: pretty crushed and flattened in so many ways, and so uh, manifesting of God, mm-hmm. so great, and at the same time, so. Um, uh, guilted Mm -hmm. at the exact same time. Mm -hmm. Like that's the deal. I think in perfect humility, which I don't know, I've never experienced that personally. Matter of fact, half the time I think I resisted, (laughs) but it's like, (laughs) 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 if if I'm going to be honest, it's like, but uh, yeah, yeah. So I think uh, a real humility with God is really a, uh, a yielding to him, like letting his life out through you so that Mm -hmm. like, And when people see that, they actually are attracted to God, Mm -hmm. right? And and they're like, oh, there's something. It's not so much like there's something about you. (laughs) There's like there's something about this yeah. that's a Mm – it catches my attention because, like you said earlier, Pastor Liz, it's not something you'll see in the world. It's not in the world. Mm -hmm. So – and, well – I think sometimes even Christian circles, it's not in Christian circles sometimes. Mm -hmm. Not in some places I think it is, and like everything in life. Yeah. But I think sometimes there are Christians who don't see humility in Christianity. And then, you know, they they you know, when they finally find somebody or see somebody manifesting God's humility, you know, they they're attracted to that. They're like, What? We haven't seen this before. Mm and it's a great thing and i think i i am hopeful that as the church the universal church of god when as we grow closer to god that i believe that's one of the things we're actually going to see yeah. fully manifested in the church is not a false humility and not a pride but actual god humility yeah, where we we are um, preferring someone before us mm-hmm. we're not afraid like jesus the Perfect, humbled man mm-hmm. to lay down his life, to be made a little lower than the angels, to bring to the earth everything that uh, God is, but in flesh. Mm-hmm. And I actually believe that's where Christianity is actually um, destined for. Yes. I don't know where we're on in that path right now, but mm-hmm. I believe that's actually the destination yeah. is him.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: All right? It's h- him, uh, his His humility. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if that made
0: sense. Did that make sense to you? Some? Yeah, I think so.
1: Can you I explain you can that go. to me?
2: <laughs> <No>. <laughs>
0: I've always thought of humility as just the the absolute most essential element of discipleship. If you don't have humility, you hmm. have you have nothing else. You don't have anywhere to grow anything else. Like love can't grow apart from humility. Like nothing can grow. If you're raised up in pride, if you're resistant to God, He can't do anything. Even if you have a, a little bit of self, <laughs> it's going to hinder the Lord. And, um, you know, a lot of times we, we measure our success as a Christian by the amount of power that we have even. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, I can preach well, I can prophesy, I can even do miracles or do bold exploits or build things for God. But actually the way Jesus measures us is in our humility, mm-hmm. in, in these virtues that aren't really like the powerful virtues. Like every belief system, every religion <laughs> is going to say boldness is good justice is good right these these things that are like strong things but only jesus and the gospel says humility is good mercy kindness mm-hmm. compassion gentleness like all all this is like coming only from the holy spirit mm-hmm. it's coming only from god's right. grace and it can't grow it, unless it's in humility so i like i see this as like if you don't pursue humility you're not you're not going to be able to grow at all In Christ, you might look like you're growing in your attainments Mm -hmm. and you can grow a lot and have a religious life and a religious success, but it's not necessarily a Jesus success Mm -hmm. um, because that was what marked him completely. It's
2: interesting to me how Jesus on the earth, how he called out humility and called out pride, like he actually identified it Mm -hmm. all the time in people's behavior. You know, like you no, know, it's. We
1: should start doing that. <laughs> yeah,
2: but he he may know. And by the way, we're talking. I like what Pastor David said about discipleship because it is the cornerstone of discipleship. Because you're you're emulating, manifesting him. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, his guys are like. Should we call down fire from heaven? He's like, you don't know <laughs> what spirit you are. And he wasn't talking about an evil spirit. He wasn't talking about their spirit. He was talking soul there. And he was talking about, you don't know what kind of pride you were dealing with. So we call down fire from heaven. It's like, mm-hmm. yeah, sure. Are you nuts? <laughs> are you crazy? And then seeing some you know poor woman give her last penny.
1: Right, right.
2: It's like there it is,
1: <laughs> I really believe that, um, and it's easier, you know you can kind of contrast pride and humility, pride is complete self awareness, humility is complete God awareness mm-hmm. and awareness of him above everything else, including yourself, but it it rather than making him great and you just this worm, it puts you in a correct perspective of um being in him and what that means. Uh, To me, humility is the pursuit of him above everything else, Um, because if your heart is Mm -hmm. for him, if you're completely aware of him, um, then it doesn't actually matter what you're doing. You could be doing great things. You could be doing obscure things and none of it. It's all the same Mm -hmm. because you're aware of him. And you're aware of wherever he is, I wanna be there. If that means he is uh going to yeah. Wood Crew this Saturday to, you know, get wood for the the widows in our church, like that's where I wanna be. If 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 he's calling me to stand up in front of thousands of people and, and speak the truth, mm-hmm. I want to be where he is. And the the thing itself doesn't matter. The thing that matters to me is pursuing him and being so aware of him that I'm not aware of myself at all. I think that's really the mark of humility because it's not about being weak Mm -hmm. or about being um, hidden even. It's about uh, you may have a very public ministry and be very humble because it's not about what you're doing. And that will enable you to do the public things and the hidden things. And it will enable you to do the great things and the small things. Mm -hmm. But they're all the same because it's all in pursuit of him. That's That's what I see when I look at someone who's humble. It actually doesn't matter what they're doing. Because um, they're always um, looking past themselves, and that's why they point you past themselves. Mm-hmm. That's what you notice about them is that their their gaze is always on him. And so when mm-hmm. you look at them, you're automatically drawn mm-hmm. to him. Yeah. That to me is the mark of a humble person.
2: It's so good. I think also yeah. I just think of a yeah one of the stories that Jesus tells of the uh, young man that you know. went away from his family and his Mm -hmm. father and Mm -hmm. spent his life and when he comes back it's interesting because what i'm speaking to is god has to partner with us in our humility Mm -hmm. if without him you actually will never achieve humility Mm -hmm. actually in any way and uh you can't approach that because it's him you're approaching and i think about that and here you know you have this uh parable, you know, they call it a parable. I actually think it's a story, a real story of a man who, young man who comes back to his father's house, but his father is looking for him. He's going back maybe for just some basic reasons, some maybe, you know, just they, he wants to eat. He doesn't want to die. You know, some, maybe some selfish reasons, maybe some little bits of repentance. in there could be a bunch of things, but he's not seeing himself the way God sees him. And God has to come and meet him his father has to come and meet him out there and then restore him, like put on him everything he needs, put the ring, put the, you know, the cloak on him. And so this, um, uh, like I say, parable I believe is actually a story. He, um, we see God meeting us, Mm
1: -hmm.
2: meeting us, right. You know, and because we can't, we can't really go all the way on our own. We we're not able to, but in, uh, when we're humbled, maybe by issues in our life, maybe by circumstances, but then we're responding by returning. And sometimes that returning—and I want to talk to somebody out there who's listening to this. Sometimes your returning to humility doesn't—it may not look so pretty or so perfect or so religious, <laughs> you know. Won't, you know, and we're talking about lofty things about humbling ourselves before God, and just like you were saying, hey, God, it's just you. It's you know, He's got to meet us halfway. We, he's maybe more than halfway. He's got yeah. to provide right. what we need or we are
0: or we're just doing it on our own. Yeah. You know, the humility's not but he, and he yeah. will. He will meet us. Remember it says God resists the proud but he gives grace to the humble. Yes. And it says humble yourself under the mighty hand of God that in due time he'll exalt you. Yes. It says he gives more grace. Yes. Right. Like the grace you hum, he gives you the grace to humble oh, yeah. yourself. Mm-hmm. Then he gives you more grace mm-hmm. when you do humble yourself. Mm-hmm. He yeah. will come out. I love that. He will come out and take your hand. Yes. And lead you in. Well, and yeah. the
1: Lord dwells with those who are humble. He dwells with the low. Mm-hmm. It's like when you're when you're mm-hmm. when you're humbled, you're actually right where he is. Like I I think that's amazing that the place where the Lord dwells is with with the humble. <laughs> you know, it's yeah. like that when you're humble, everything that he is is right there with you. That's yeah. where he abides. That's where you abide with yeah. him and he abides yeah. with you is in humility because God is humble. Yes. He's a humble God. Mm-hmm. He's a, a God who serves and gives without self-preservation, mm-hmm. without self self-exaltation, without self-concern. Mm-hmm. Like he's he's so humble. And I think like probably in no way are we more like him than when we are humble isn't that a little you mind know?
2: boggling it is. is that am i the only one that's like boggled by that I like know. wait god of heaven yeah. <laughs> that d- does everything and created everything and is the all in all and he's humble yeah he is you know like you say come and learn of me i'm meek and humble i'm not you know i don't right push mm-hmm. my own way and, and well just think about it he reached out to us mm-hmm. that was a pretty major humbling thing for right. him to come down to where we are to pull us out mm-hmm. when we couldn't pull ourselves out right. it's i mean it should awe everyone it should yes. awe me most of the time sometimes it doesn't to be honest with you but when i actually mm-hmm. stop and think about mm-hmm. it I'm like wow that's you're right it's where he lives
1: yeah
2: it's who he is mm-hmm. and man that's a lot <laughs> It is yeah. It's a say law moment right there. Can we can pause talked, the podcast you know, you right now We
0: talked a little bit about Jesus displaying humility, but what are some other, can we think of other ways that he displayed humility other than just his incarnation? You're right. talking about, I mean, becoming that's number one, a, a but
1: human. Yeah.
2: <laughs>
0: that's, that's a, God pretty, that <laughs> that's in a pretty big
2: humility. <laughs> step yeah. Up.
1: Yeah. I think that Jesus displayed humility by being dependent on others. Mm-hmm. He didn't set mm-hmm. up. He did, did actually didn't come like set up to be self-provided for. He mm-hmm. didn't have a place to live. Mm-hmm. He didn't have um, a regular income. <laughs> he was supported. <laughs> you know right. what I mean? Like he, he displayed a life of dependency yeah. um, yes. first and foremost on the Father. And the fact that yeah. he says like, I don't do anything, yeah. Unless I unless I see the Father doing it. I don't say anything. Like that's the ultimate humility. Like, mm-hmm. my gosh. I don't say anything unless it's what God is telling me to say. Like that's mm-hmm. <laughs> that's miraculous. <laughs> that is, it is. And I only do what I see him doing. Yes. That is humility on display of my life is not my own. And I did not come here. To be served, I came here to serve, Mm -hmm. and I came here to walk as a living demonstration of someone else, of my father's heart, of his purposes, and I came to represent him. That's like, I mean, everything he does displays humility, but the fact that he Hmm. lived his life um, in complete yieldedness to someone else's purposes Mm -hmm. um, and did not... He didn't establish a home for himself. He didn't establish a family for himself. He didn't seek anything for himself. I mean, it's just. That's so
2: good. I also uh, believe that he demonstrates to us how, if we're looking at practical ways that we we can humble, Mm -hmm. be humbled. I actually believe when a Christian attends a church, that there's a, when you're actually attending it, not just to check the box that I went to church or to go to the church just to serve, mm-hmm. by the way, which can be not humble at all. It could be to check the box that I served. Um, but when you actually go to church to recognize that the people in your local church are bone of your bone and flesh of your flesh yeah. and that you require them yes. in your life and They require you. Mm -hmm. So there's this full bonding to the church Mm -hmm. that is so good. And that's where the unity is. That's where the blessing of the Lord is. That's where the anointing of God really is. Mm -hmm. How good it is for us to dwell together. How, you know, that's why we don't, you know, have the, you know, uh, forsake the assembling ourselves. It's not just so we can get together, it's actually so we can be together. And that's a major uh, component of humility, I believe, because. I believe you can go to a church. You can be uh, involved in some of the things of the church. You can be a very good um, attender of the church and never joined. Because the joining, and I don't Mm -hmm. mean like put on the roles of, I joined the church yesterday. Mm -hmm. Join your life to the church requires humility. That's when you act, God, I believe, put church in our lives so that we, we could, he's like, oh, you want to be humble like me? Okay. <laughs> okay. Now go, but hey, I went to church on Sunday. He's like, yeah. not hey. good enough. I went, I was with a bunch of, you know, Pharisees the other day and they were at church and they weren't joined, oh. uh, you know, I seriously, you know, and and uh, it's like, no, no, you have to see that you are bone of my bone and flesh of my flesh. And the body of Christ yeah. is actually the body of Christ, and so that's a tough one because I know you struggle with that all the time, Pastor
1: Liz. And, uh, I think, think it's so, that's so good. You know, it's, I know I've been saying this a lot lately, but it's lot. Like, <laughs> yeah, there is we are designed to have this codependent relationship, which is a derogatory term in the world, but it is how God created us to be, where. I'm designed to receive from you, and I need it, and that's humility. But I also, God put something in me to give, and that's also humility because it's me yielding to the purpose Mm -hmm. of God for my life and that realizing that you need it and me withholding that from you is actually pride, right? So there's a humility that comes from the willingness to give and to receive. And the other thing I was thinking about when you were talking was that There is an extreme humility that comes with living life with people
2: (laughs) who see you,
1: especially if you've been with people for a long time, right? And maybe if you're just jumping from church to church, they may not actually see- Oh, you get around
2: all that. They may not actually see your life,
1: but when you live in a place (laughs) and you grow up and you make mistakes and you have to deal with that with people and they see all of your uh, not loveliness and all of (sighs) that, like- it keeps you, relationships keep you humble because you realize you're not fooling anyone. They can see what's going on in your life and yeah. Uh, yeah. I think that's another way it just, And you have to you know, really
2: receive grace from the people around you. You do. And see, forgiveness that's the whole, and, you and you have to move well
1: forward and you have to like, uh-huh. you have to walk it out what actually, uh, humility actually looks like. Yeah,
2: the yielding you know? to that is a pretty interesting <laughs> uh, aspect of walking with the Lord in it so is. many ways. And it like is. you say, the interdependency of giving and receiving Mm -hmm. that whole that that natural well it's a godly natural thing it's not worldly natural that's but that's where humility true humility actually lives Mm -hmm. it's in that process of i come to give to you Mm -hmm. uh, i come i've come to receive from you so we are together in this rather than well you know i've only come to give (laughs) Right. <laughs> i don't need anything I, right from you. i have so much to jesus give. supplies all yes. my needs or yeah. the other side of that i'm a taker mm. i need to be stroked all the time and needed and told you know yes. them, affirm me again affirm me again or i i just i need to receive from the church mm. the church should take an offering for me oh uh. Actually, those people out there now,
0: (laughs) 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 go fund Bob. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, in in church or with people, it could be your family, could be your work, work. people that know you well. Yes. Um, The choice is between being that wolf of pride and being that lamb of humility. And the lamb is kind of defenseless. So you're you're living (laughs) in this community. If you're really walking in humility, you're letting down your guard. And you're there to serve, like you said, and that humbles yeah. you, but also you're being served, and that that humbles you. And right. um the dove rests on the lamb. You like oh, that. That was from oh that was from man. Derek Prince. So I wow. stole I stole that one. A lot of um, animal wow. things going yeah, on there. So that it's was really uh, cool. <laughs> <laughs> but man, like you get you get your humilities tested with people. This is like uh, one of the challenges of humility. Uh-huh. I wanted to, to mm-hmm. ask this question of what, what the challenges to humility could be. For me, the number one challenge is just you have to be humble, not just before God, but before people. Yeah. And it's easy for me to act humble in front of God and pray and lay down on the ground and worship and, oh yeah, I'm so humble. Yeah. I'm nothing. I'm a creature. You know, you're everything. Fill me. <laughs> but then he gives the test in First John, where he's like, if you can't love your brother who yes. you see, if you can't serve him, which is the you know the concreting of love, the humble service. Yes. If you can't treat him with humility and kindness and gentleness. To the brother that you see, how can you say you love God that you've never seen? Mm-hmm. And so our humility has to be lived out. That's the challenge. <laughs> so, right. you know, yeah, I can be humble and, oh, yeah, like I need grace from you, Lord. But then, you know, to to live in a way before people where I'm open to people and I'm giving grace and I'm serving them when they might not deserve it or I don't think they deserve it. That's the challenge to me. Mm-hmm. Um, do, do you guys have any other thoughts of challenges maybe you've experienced in your life with, with wow. this humility idea? What wow. makes it hard? A what um, makes it hard? What makes it hard to be humble? Or, uh, or is it? Being self, I think being uh,
2: self-dependent um, and also for me being right all the time. Yeah, no. that, <laughs> that makes it not. difficult. That that makes it you ever heard difficult.
1: that song? <laughs> it's hard to be humble when you're perfect in every way. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Pastor Liz, are you going to sing that I to really me? I really wanted is to play that last time Pastor really Bob preached uh, and just
1: put up Play it. He's walking up there. <laughs> yeah, thanks for nothing.
2: <laughs> I know that when I don't humble myself, that there's always you guys. Who it's will the make,
1: gift of the body yeah, of the Christ.
2: Instruments in the hands of the Lord to humble me. Chastening rods. Hey, did one of our pastors preach recently about or speak about a lamb and you know sheep and like when they fall over mm-hmm. or upside down they can't so. get up. Something, something like, like this. I haven't been in church hit, for a long time. So. I know <laughs> you need to humble yourself. <laughs> I'm just saying. Know. Somebody said that in a church. I don't know how true that is or whatever. I don't but what you're saying, but yeah, something like that. And I was thinking, huh, that's nice. Yeah, because the lamb, like yours, I'm going to your animal, mm-hmm. uh, you know, things. That's a good here. One. Yeah, they, if you, it's it's dependent. Like it can't take care of itself. It can't protect itself. Dumb it sheep. can't. <laughs> Some <laughs> sheep. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Challenges humility uh, yes. I think uh is that <laughs> first of all it goes against every natural instinct of self-preservation mm-hmm. I think that's first and yes. foremost right it requires you to trust Right. We were talking about um when we were talking about pride, you mentioned fear and how those go hand in hand. Mm-hmm. And the same thing is with humility and trust. It requires trust. Yeah. It requires that you trust people, it requires that you trust the Lord. That even when it seems that you are being trampled on and taken mm-hmm. advantage of. That he's a just God, and he'll care for you, and he'll heal you, and all those things. Um, And I would also say humility often seems really unreasonable. (laughs) I think that's, like, it's offensive to your rational mind. Mm -hmm. I think that's one of the biggest things is, like, Hmm. this seems really reasonable and rational that... I should be treated this way. Like they should at least just treat me with decency or just like, right. Just just respect (laughs) as a human being or like, don't they see what I've been doing and right. Just, yeah. It just seems like there's some reasonable expectations of how you should be treated. And when those aren't met, um, you have the choice of either humility or pride, which pride is going to bring you into conflict with that person. Mm-hmm. And so I think that for me is probably one of the hardest things is that humility often requires like laying down even what you should get right. Respect or honor just as a human being. Um, you have mm-hmm. to lay, you uh, I have to lay that down a lot of times in order to embrace mm. humility.
2: Apparently yeah. I have a lot of humility cuz I completely trust myself.
1: <laughs> you really got this down Pastor. Bob. I have it down. Huh? <laughs>
2: no. Are you telling me that's not humility? <laughs> Self-reliance. <laughs> Self exaltation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's dang a challenge. Back st- to the drawing. That's board. what we're
1: telling you. Yeah, yes.
2: yeah. Yeah, I know.
0: I'm I'm so glad you guys are in my life. <laughs> it's a challenge to be totally countercultural. Like the yeah. whole values of the world is pride and self-seeking. Right. And we were raised in that climate to seek ourselves and seek our own justice and defend ourselves. Yeah. And get credit and get validation and, you know, get our needs met. And like to, to take the completely opposite perspective. Right. Where I'm a slaughtered lamb. Another animal. Another okay. animal. That's like I'm. I'm Very not called good. to be like this person getting all their rights. I'm called mm-hmm. to be a dead sheep, a living sacrifice, yeah. before God. And you, we don't accept that. We're like, yeah, I'm a Christian, but I also want some rights. I also That's maybe it. maybe I That's... want fifty percent of what a worldling would want, <laughs> theologically speaking. Right. But I still want. Fi- I still want. 50. Yeah.
1: I think like I 0%. think also that is you know a very american perspective because mm-hmm. i you know talking with christians in other places sure. they don't have quite the same like self right um assertion yeah. <laughs> that we do where it's like no this is like this is these are my rights like this is what mm-hmm. this is what and it's like this is what is right mm-hmm. is really what it comes down to like no this is what's right yeah. um and anything that that touches that is wrong and that is like directly in the face of humility. Well, I think
2: those places have not attained to the height of humanism that we
0: have perfected. We have you know? really embraced Humanism it. is a good word. I mean humanism is a great word for what, what we're dealing
1: with. That's so. a great word. Good job. Thank you. Don't let I us feel your so humble. <laughs> okay. yeah. I was you. challenging your humility. <laughs> I feel so
0: puffed up. <laughs> what what could be some outcomes if we do walk in humility the way God wants, at least at least by the spirit. We're yeah. we're getting into that realm. What are some good outcomes that that'll happen with humility? Wow. That'll what be, fruit would grow from that? Well, they'll just, just be soil. rainbows and
2: lollipops, mm. everything good. Your life will be totally perfect. That's it. You know what I think? <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, that's you know what it. <laughs> comes to mind right off the bat, which is strange.
0: <laughs> would be boldness yeah. when when you actually oh. have humility. It's an unexpected. Outcome is that you become more bold, yes, because you're not trying to get the approval of people around you. You only care what God thinks. Yeah,
1: you're not trying, to, and you're not trying to preserve your own life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, you leave the outcome to Him. Mm-hmm.
2: I think what comes with humility is the most powerful thing in the world. I believe that it's demonstrated in the Bible. It's talked about with Moses, like he was says he was you know one of the most humble men that ever walked on the face of the earth. And yet, the king of the earth bowed to him and he killed him. So, there's this power. I love that. The death, death, Pastor, (laughs) bring this out of me. Murder, Uh death. Uh Yes. Yes, But, um, but seriously, the humility is powerful. Like it's, it's, uh, it comes against everything that's arrogant, everything that's prideful, everything that wants its way. It's totally just like. You know how God resists the proud? And by the way, when you're operating in humility, you won't feel pride in that process. Mm-hmm. We'll be like, yeah, I'm mm-hmm. No, no. Mm-hmm. It'll be, okay, uh, matter of fact, it'll be experienced by those, uh, you know, that might be prideful around you. But you, it won't, it, it doesn't affect you uh, negatively. It's mm-hmm. just you are who you are. And it's like, oh, oh, you know, it's just like, mm-hmm. <laughs> I just think about Jesus, you know, humble man, you know, they come to get him, to kill him, and death yeah, pastor again. Mm-hmm. Uh, they come to kill him, and, uh, you know, uh, is this, who's Jesus? I am. Wham, everybody's down on the ground. <laughs> and then they get up.
1: He waits for them. He stands waits, and waits up, for them to get then up. And they right? ask again. <laughs>
2: it's I think, so funny. I, I, I think the Bible left out that that happened several times. They wanted to kind of skip to the end. I'm just thinking, like, I am, I am. Whack, whack, whack. And at the end, he's like... <laughs> me. Okay, <laughs> you
1: know, now you can, come now you can come get,
2: come get me. me. <laughs> and then he heals the guy that, <laughs> yes. that lost his ear. Right. Lost his ear. How did, What does that look like? Like, right. like that kind of humility is like. That's what I'm saying. There's a power associated with it. I don't think most people associate humility with the power of God,
1: right. but
2: that is who God is.
1: Yeah, well, I was right? gonna say. I think the biggest outcome of humility is that God can use you however He wants to. Right. And like, completely display mm-hmm. himself through your life, mm-hmm. uh, because you're not in the way yeah. <laughs> well, at I, all.
2: I, right? I actually believe yep. that the real uh, signs and wonders and miracles that will happen in the earth mm-hmm. will happen in and through when it really starts happening at mm-hmm. the level that like Jesus when he was here, when it starts to manifest like that, it'll be because of humility yeah. it won't there right. won't be anybody going, oh, I healed them right. Oh, I was part of that. It was just like God. Yeah, God. God came in. I don't know what happened mm-hmm. and th- in that process you see deliverances happening and healings happening, miracles going on and things, mm-hmm. people calling people calling death to life. Yeah. And 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 nobody going, "Oh yeah, that was Pastor Liz that did that." No, it'll yeah. be like God he showed up. I don't know what happened. Yeah. I actually can't explain it, yeah. <laughs> but God is God and God does that. Yeah. And God is our deliverer, God is our healer, he's our mm. peace, he's our strength, mm. he's everything that we have. And you know, there that's where actual, I believe, true humility resides. And when it happens, things will start to happen that we always try to attribute to somebody something, or oh, see they prayed the right way there. And it won't be any of that, it'll just be God and we will just be
0: in him. Yeah. You know, yeah. anyway, I don't know where we There's went a, on that one. The, I, I like, like a, <laughs> something I think is important is that from real humility, which is total surrender to God. Mm-hmm. It's like, Lord, not just less of me, more of you, but none of me, all of you mm-hmm. like that complete God being filled with God. None of self. It yields perfect freedom. Yeah. There's a life mm-hmm. of complete freedom. Mm-hmm. So freedom from self freedom from sin, Freedom from Satan, Jesus said, The ruler of this world, Satan's coming, he has nothing in me. Mm-hmm. I always do the things that please the Father. Mm-hmm. He had nothing right. in me, mm-hmm. he was totally free. The best example to me is in Matthew 5, where Jesus is talking about, um, If somebody sues you to take your tunic, give them your jacket mm-hmm. too. If somebody forces you to walk one mile, go with them too, because it's not about you. You're right. not, you don't need to get anything from them. You've already got fullness in God, so you can give more than they want to take Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. it's absolute freedom. Mm -hmm. And so like we don't look at it that way. We look at it. I have to give up my freedom to be humble, right? But actually you're a prisoner to self, to Satan, to the world, everything. You actually have to yield yourself. You have to lose your life to find your life. This should be basic Christian teaching, but every time you hear it, it it almost strikes new that you're like, man, I don't do that. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That's not my outlook. You're a pretty good preacher. Well, that was—I literally just quoted the Bible. <laughs> that's pretty good. So that was, that's why that was you're Jesus. such a good preacher. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that's an example of like, i be like, oh yeah, I am a good preacher. No, that's literally <laughs> the Bible. Like, the focus is on God, and it's a—it's right. a really counterintuitive message. It's an upside-down kingdom, yeah. and yeah. you have to be willing to accept that—that that the values of our culture that tell you just—just just get yours. Just nobody's—you mm-hmm. know—cut everybody out of your life. Get what's yours. Mm-hmm. But that's not the gospel. That's not humility. That's not the way of death to self, which is what we're talking about. This is the real gospel, and it requires something of you, which is full surrender. Yes. And like, how do we get to that point? (laughs) Yes. And in the process, I need other people to help you, like we've been talking about. Right. And in the process,
2: God will exalt you. Mm -hmm. Like that's the weird part about it. So Mm -hmm. you don't have to be self exalted, and you and He will provide, He will heal, He will strengthen, and you. Like in that process, you're in that process, you're being anointed by Holy Spirit and by Him mm-hmm. and you're part of Him. You're it's not so like wonderful. Some,
1: it's so wonderful. It's crazy
2: wonderful. It is wonderful it's when you like realize
1: You can't do anything and He can do anything he wants through you and whatever He wants you to do, he'll provide for He'll make a way. Yeah. He'll I mean it's like that. There's such a piece in that Yeah, if
2: we if we're yielded as a people to that level mm-hmm. Like I said, I can't, um, I can't, actually can't wrap my head around how, what could happen.
1: Yeah.
0: Like, well, this yeah. is the key, right? Yeah. It's not more power, it's no. less self. Yes. Mm-hmm. yes. That's the key. Yes. But nobody wants to adopt myself yeah. included. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, you got a passion how, about how that. Can we, uh, well, I think this is, I really think this is what God is calling us to. Right. It I is, mean, and, and how is. do we develop this? This is really where the rubber meets the road. Like, here's what the question I have is for you guys is how do we develop this sort of humility? Do we just say yeah? That sounds good. Wow, well, I don't know. <laughs> I've been working on it for almost fifty years, and I'm—I
2: yeah. think I'm like—I'm—I'm I'm not sure I passed the start line yet. <laughs> but <laughs> I'm too could, that to say, could that be false? Could that be false humility? <or>? <laughs> yes. <laughs>
0: But the that's humble okay. Brag. The humble this brag. is how the guy, I
2: deal with false humility. Oh gave me, she gave me the eyes. <laughs> but that's okay because the the guy with the start gun, he just picked me up and threw me over the start line and said, "Get going." I'm like, okay. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
2: Any thoughts? I from believe the, the humble pastor. We want yes, really that, we want pastors to answer right, this. Yes, the rest that, of us.
1: Yeah. I believe that uh, developing humility starts with prayer. Mm-hmm. I think Amen. that um, spending time beholding the Lord mm. will put you, it always puts you, it always does a, a perspective correction, mm. right? <laughs> You're like, Oh yes, you are huge and amazing and mighty and holy. Mm. And I have a very different perspective of myself in relation to you than when I came into this room. And so, uh, that is, and then beholding how, humble he is mm. uh you know it's like what you behold you become yeah, you know so uh, i think that being uh spending time in prayer with the lord um beholding him letting him adjust your perspective um but then also um communing with him because uh that is the place that we are changed to become like him so i know there's other things but i think yeah. that's where it starts it has to
2: start there yeah. without a doubt. I think the the next step, which is equally as important with the cross of God, mm-hmm. is how we are communing yeah. with the rest of the body of Christ, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. how we are getting the their perspective mm-hmm. on stuff. And so I don't know about you, but there have been things when I've seen in people their lives, like little things that have so ministered to me, like mm-hmm. the power of their humility, because I got actually communed with them, um, maybe it came through their testimony, maybe it came through just their life, how they are, how, or maybe it came through how they ministered to me. Mm-hmm. Like that. so influenced me and affected me and gave me a perspective, a better perspective of God mm-hmm. because it was, he, it's real and it's tangible it's right in front of me. So absolutely. It must start, like you said, with him, with getting before him and the second component, which is, is equal to the yeah. second, because you don't get, you're not going in just this direction. It's not, right. can't happen that way. Yeah. <laughs> he's already. Well, you know I think that, it's you know.
1: embracing the dependency, yes. right? The dependency yeah. on the Lord first and foremost, and understanding that you will not be able to do anything in your yes. own strength, your own ability. You need him to empower you to do yeah. whatever he's put before you to do. Dependency on the Lord first and foremost, and Absolutely. dependency on the body of Christ. I think those are like, super keys to this yeah. whole thing.
0: I think the power of memory is huge. Mm-hmm. You remember mm-hmm. a couple things. Mm-hmm. You remember that you were created, mm-hmm. you're not God. Mm-hmm. You do dep- like you guys are mentioning, you depend on God for your very breath and you come before him like that. Like, wow, Lord, you're greater than I am mm-hmm. yes. just that calling that to mind intentionally will humble you. Um, yes. and then another thing to remember is that you were a sinner completely lost and that God saved you mm-hmm. and He still sin and he still forgives you and that, wow. Okay. I shouldn't really be exalting myself because <laughs> I'm not perfect. That should be a no brainer, but we like to suppress that. We like to not think about it, that we have our own logs in our eye when we're calling out mm-hmm. other people's specs. Um, and then also to remember the grace that you've received
1: that's yeah. how Good. much
0: that God has given you that you didn't deserve. Right. If that doesn't humble you, you're just you're not understanding it. Right. You're not well you're not calling it to memory. Mm-hmm. You're not doing that discipline of of the testimony that you mentioned. Mm-hmm. You're not calling it to mind. You're not even letting other people remind you. You're just like, oh, well, I have problems or oh, well, right. I have to do this. And you're not opening up the floodgates for those memories to come. That's why it says in the Old Testament to hang things between your mm-hmm. eyes that Frontlets. remind you of, yeah. <laughs> yeah. of the grace that you've received and that God created you, He designed you, He forgave you, He blessed you, He exalted you, like He yeah. called you, all these things that He's done. If that makes you a jerk, like you really didn't understand that. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> if that makes right. you a self-asserting wolf, you know, profiting from others, mm-hmm. you definitely didn't understand anything. Mm-hmm. And so I just starting from I think before the Lord and then with that position of remembering what he's done and then working it out with others, like you'll actually practice it. You'll actually manifest that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That was so key. What what both of you guys said was hope you guys will remember that. You know? Yeah, we <laughs> should remember all three of those things yeah, yeah. I believe work together. Yeah, absolutely. For our
2: um for us to grow into humility. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah.
0: We'll wow. Pray for everyone, Pastor Bob. Yeah. Bum? Yeah. The Lord will humble them. <laughs> in, a nice, in a nice way? Let's not... Gently. Gently humble you,
2: yes. Father, we um, uh, sense right now, even here in your presence, God, that you're calling us into your place. And so we see humbling, Father, not as something that we have to uh, be afraid of or, or uh, shy away from or pull back from, like, oh, this is going to hurt. But, God, we... Um, Yield to you. We run into your place, Father, the place where you live, Mm -hmm. place where you make your abode. And Father, we uh, set up our abode with you, O God. And so, Father, for the people listening and hearing today, Lord, I pray, Father, that you would just touch us, Father, as your church here on the earth, Lord. You'd bring us together in the true humility of who you are in our lives and who we are in the lives of all of our, each other, and like Pastor David said, Lord, that uh, uh, that we would remember you, God, mm-hmm. your mm-hmm. testimony. It's sure, mm-hmm. Father, that we would celebrate uh, like feast, like you did in, mm-hmm. in the Old Testament to bring to remembrance you, oh God, that when we communion, when we have any kind of communion, Father, that it would be bringing you affectionately to remembrance. Yes, Lord. So, Father, I just thank you. I thank you for just bringing us, everyone who's agreeing with us in prayer now, Lord, that we just go, Father, with you in this. And I pray that you would bring out of this, God, just um, real fruit. Father, just real, tangible, We that we would all see in our lives you manifested. So we yield to this today. And, Father, I pray a blessing over those that are
0: listening and watching. Lord, in the name of Jesus... Amen. 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 Thank you for joining us. Be sure to subscribe to get the latest episode. And for more information, visit spiritschoolofministry.com.